Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast from P-Town. I am your co-host, and this is your host, and apparently we're doing something different tonight. Did you get news from the news correspondent? Yes. Thank you, news correspondent. You spoiled my surprise. That it's the news correspondent? No, that we're doing something new tonight. You told him last week we were doing something new. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I don't think I did. Mm. Anyhow. Um, hey, did we talk last week about the kids that got bit by the bears? Got attacked by the bears? A little up bit. Up there in uh, Montana? It was Wyoming. Or Wyoming, yeah. Sorry. Did you know that uh, one time Chuck Norris got oh, bitten gosh. by a bear? No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. And after about five days of intense pain and suffering, the bear died. Yeah, no. Do you know that Chuck Norris has a... Uh, Is this Chuck Norris night? Has a bear rug in his uh, house. It's actually not a real one because a bear walked into his house and Chuck Norris caught it. And now it's too scared to move. Anywho. Did you know once I felt like <laughs> a man trapped in a female body? And then I was born. Are you done? Okay. Knock, knock. Nope. <sighs> okay. What news can we use? Um, wow, there's a lot of news stuff this week. Uh, so let's look at this one. Flushing money. San Francisco to spend a $1.7 million to build a single public toilet. Uh-huh. Why? Uh, sorry. I was thinking of something. Focus. Evidently, no longer content to flush public money down just any old toilet, the city of San Francisco is upping its toilet game and is prepared to spend up to $1.7 million to build a single commode in one neighborhood plaza. Why? Because city leaders are slated to gather Wednesday afternoon at the No Valley Town Square to officially announce a $1.7 million state budget win to build a toilet there. According to an online event schedule, the proposed facility will include just one toilet and a 150-foot space. The city's Recreation and Parks Department and the Department of Public Works, which will work together to build the pricey potty, Expect it will take three years to complete. San Francisco tops the list of the world's most expensive cities to build in. They're building $1.7 million toilets while people are breaking into buildings. And starving. Hey. Why are, why are we already at the jokes? You know what you call a Japanese prize fighter whose dad has diarrhea? <sighs> no. A slap happy jappy with a crap happy pappy. Okay. Anywho. I just figured that would tie into the toilet. It, it really, really does not tie in. And why do we get so much news from California? Well, because California remember. is a he told us a cesspool of did crap. You, hey, did you know that there was a earthquake near San Jose this morning or uh -uh. today? Five point no. six, I believe it was. Really? Yeah. No tsunami warning. Hey, this kind of hits close to home. Why Oregon's seeing an increase in stink bugs? Their population is booming in Oregon. Those are those black beetles. I know. The population is booming in Oregon, and researchers are linking the rise to our changing climate. A recent modeling study found that changing weather could increase suitable habitat for the brown mat 
brown marmorated stink bug in the United States by 70%. If the climate is good enough for them, they start spreading, said Javier Gutierrez, an entomologist at Washington State University. You know, if the money's good enough for prostitutes, they start spreading too. Nope. Uh, Nope. That's what they did. They've been doing that for the better part of three decades now. According to research, stink bugs are originally from Asia, but were discovered on the East Coast about 20 years ago. What happens with every invasive species is that when they arrive at a new region, they don't have uh, natural enemies. Kind of like Californians coming to Oregon. Invasive species. Um, So they start spreading. There's nothing that really controls them. That is, until a few years ago, researchers have found that samurai wasps can actually help control and minimize the stink bug population by laying their own eggs on developing stink bugs and killing them. Okay, hold on a second. You said that this beetle, the stink beetle, came to America, the East Coast, 20 years ago? Yeah. That is such a farce, because I remember stink bugs when I was little. Well, maybe the stink bugs that you saw, because that was a lot more than 20 years. No kidding. Um, maybe the stink bugs that you saw weren't the brown marmorated stink bug. Maybe they were the black <sighs> raise your butt in the air and blow gas stink bugs. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. Moving Just on. saying. Yeah. Under federal $1 billion agreement, Oregon will expand Medicaid coverage. More than one in three Oregonians are covered by OHP. Did you, have you been getting, uh, calls and stuff? People calling you about Medicaid and Medicare? No. Yeah. I hang up on them. It's kind of rude. Oh, you're older than I am, man. (laughs) I hope I live to be your age. Uh, The agreement announced Wednesday in a conference call with the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, um, officials and Oregon Governor Kate Brown, Hmm. also includes expanding Medicaid coverage to include housing and food support. The social services helps help means Medicaid and Oregon will pay recipients for rent, utilities, and other housing needs for up to six months. Uh, they will provide help with housing applications, moving in eviction prevention, and assign a case manager to coordinate services. The Oregon Health Plan, the state's version of Medicaid, will also provide cooking and nutrition classes, food boxes, medically appropriate prepared meals, and help getting federal food benefits. In addition, Medicaid and Oregon will pay for air conditioners prior to a heat wave, air filters when wildfire smoke clogs the air and generators during extreme cold events, Oregon Health Plan offers a free physical, blah, blah, cover adults earning about $1,550 a month, or about 3100 for a family of four. I thought Medicaid was, oh wait, that's the Oregon Health Plan. Okay. Um, children in a single parent household earning nearly 3500 or those in a four person household earning nearly $6,700 a month qualify for state and federal coverage. About two-thirds of Medicaid is paid by the federal government, and the rest is paid by the state, which means 100% is paid for by taxes. Statewide, 1.4 million people, or more than one in three Oregonians, are covered by the Oregon Health Plan since the pandemic hit. Oregon has added about 400,000 to the Medicaid rules. Wow. I'm not sure what I think about that. Um, Oh, the world's dirtiest man uh, dies shortly after bathing for the first time in decades. The world's dirtiest man mm-hmm. dies shortly after having a bath? Yeah. Okay. Uncle Haji. What? Uncle Haji. Okay. Did you hear what Josh says about... The Careful. Careful. Uncle took his 
kid down to the basement and challenge him okay. to a rap contest, but he didn't tell him the E in rap was silent. Stop. That was crossing the line. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was way nope. over the line. Nope. Uh-huh. Nope. Uncle Haji, known by international media as the world's dirtiest man due to the fact he didn't bath bathe for over 60 years. <gasps> wow. Wow. Died, I can't even hardly go three or four days. Hallelujah. He died at the age of 94 after falling ill shortly after his first bath. Oh, no. Um, Haji, a resident of Dezga in the southern Fars province of Iran, avoided eating any fresh food and believed that he would get sick if he took a bath. And that being clean harmed your health. Uncle Haji had a face similar to that of a caveman, and even ordinary people thought he was nearly a century old. Even ordinary people thought. Um, Haji a roadkill and smoked a pipe full of animal excrement. Oh. This guy's disgusting. I don't think it's the bath that killed him. I don't think it's... (laughs) Uh, local doctors said that he appeared to be healthy despite his lack of hygiene. According to the Iranian Taznim news agency, Haji would regularly trim his beard by burning it while using a car mirror to see himself. Oh my. He would sleep in a grave-like hole. See, he was just testing him out. Like, test drive. Um, and during the winter, he would live in a simple four-walled shack that the villagers built for him. Finally, a few months ago, the villagers convinced him to take a bath. He fell ill shortly afterwards and died on Sunday. I bet they feel bad. Huh. I think I read about this guy, actually, now that you think about now uh. that I think about it. Um, he ate roadkill, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, in Oregon, you can eat roadkill. I know. They pass that law. That you, I mean, it would make sense. I mean, if a deer is hit in the head or something, the rest of it's probably still good, as long as you get it to it before it's all bloated out. Don't they do that in Alaska with, like, meat? Well, yeah, but th- there they have them, they freeze at night, so it's like a natural refrigerator. The meese. The meese. The geese. The meesen. The meesen. Um. Huh. Well, I'm sorry. But did they say what he died from actually he fell ill he fell ill probably old age no it's probably old he was 94 years old there's not too many things that aren't going to kill you at that age okay but he was 94 and going strong and then he took a bath maybe it was the animal excrement maybe he got some bad juju maybe somebody handed him his pipe and he says that's a bunch of bullshit and they said yes it is smoke it (laughs) i don't think that's how that worked it's probably more like bat excrement or something i don't think they have bats in iran I don't know. It's probably rats. Or camels. Camel dung. Yeah. Hmm. Um, some bad camel dung. So looking at the deaths for this week. Oh, there was lots. Uh, Rock of Gibraltar died. I didn't know this. He was a racehorse with a lifetime winnings of uh, 1.33 million. How old was he? I don't know. Oh. He was pretty old. Um, Greg Philbin, who was the bassist from REO Speedwagon, died. Oh, no. I guess they're not going on tour anytime soon. Yeah. What was that song they had? There's a lot of them. Uh, the, they just played on the radio the other night while I was trying to go to sleep. And I was going to ask you who sings this song, because <laughs> you can always pick up the old ones. But I can't remember <laughs> what it was now. I was probably sleeping. Um, and then Leslie Jordan died. Yes, that's very sad. He was gay. It doesn't matter. He was a great actor. And he had a medical emergency. He ran into a building. He probably had two then. Well, One that caused him to run into it, and then... Yeah. Um, he, uh, he was gay. I don't care. He played on... Um, Will and Grace. Yeah, Will and Grace. Mm-hmm. And there was another show he played on that somebody just mentioned today. 
He was, uh, I guess he was a really funny guy. He really was. He played on... Yeah, he actually was a pretty funny comedian. Um, what was the heck was the name of that? He dressed up... Oh, oh, shoot. He was, like, really rich, and he yeah. dressed up really flamboyantly. Yeah. And he was riding in the back of that car. I don't remember. Uh, it wasn't driving Miss Daisy, but know. it would have fit. Um, there was somebody else that died, and I was like, oh, you'll have to add this to your... Speaking of fitting... Oh, no. Did you hear about the two Irish gay guys? Can we just get They were Henry Fitzpatrick it? and Patrick Fitzhenry. Nope. Um, nope. So, moving right along, yes. uh, taking a look at sports, the Eagles extended their uh, perfect season. They had a bye last week. Don't rain on my parade. The Eagles extended their perfect season. That doesn't count. Um, and did you see... Uh, LeBron James threw an air ball. Who cares? He went for like a three-point shot, and it was an air ball. It was awesome. <laughs> Eat that guy. I know. Um, and then I was going to see if this thing was still up on uh, Fox News. Mm-hmm. Ted Cruz got into it with um, Oprah Winfrey on The uh, the View. Oh, here's oh, the world's dirtiest boy. He did look up. like a freaking wow. Oh, he just passed a picture of the uncle. What's his name? Uncle Haji. Uncle Haji. Yes. Oh, there's a lot of. Where is this? I don't know. Let it go. Ted Cruz got in an argument with. Yeah, Oprah. it was something because um, she was talking about. He, he was saying something, and she. She was complaining. Anyhow, basically, she was saying that there weren't any riots last the last couple of years. Oh, she's and full of crap. Yeah, it was, it was stupid. Okay, moving on. Okay, moving on. Stop typing. You're not gonna find it. Let it go. Let it go. Did we start seeing he, it? Like you know, what's the name of that show? Frozen. And he was interrupted by protesters on the View. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. Ah, screw it. Yep. The whole world's going to hell in a handbasket. Yep. Okay, so anyhow, our big news for... Well, not big news. You know what happens on November 8th? Oh, gosh. Election. Yes. And so coming from uh, one of our listeners, they thought... They took my advice of sending me some ideas, and they said, you ought to do your picks on the elections. And so many of you uh, may not want to listen to this, but... That's okay. Uh, one thing we do kind of see eye to eye on is politics and religion. Yep. And people say don't discuss politics and religion. Right. But we're going to discuss politics. So, looking forward... Hold on a second. Before we get started, one of the most important things, whether you agree or disagree with us, it doesn't even matter. Just vote. Okay? Just get informed and vote. So, we talked about this, or me and my buddy talked about this at work. If you don't vote... You don't have a right to bitch about the outcome of the election. Hey, there's that sheaf I've been looking for. Oh, good. Okay, you're like a squirrel. Stop it. I've Just, been looking for that thing I for like a week now. Oh. Mm. Um, yeah, so if you don't vote, you don't have any right to bitch about the outcome of the election. Okay, but on the same hand, it feels like even though all of us on the eastern side do vote... It doesn't seem to matter because the Yahoo's on the west side, it seems to have all the power. Well, yeah, that's true. That makes sense. Um, yeah, that's I mean, true. 
But if we can swing enough of the people on the west side to vote the way we do, I mean, you know, there's some people over there that still are normal. You know? I know. Not everybody lives in Portland. Well, or Eugene. Yeah, so if we can swing some of them over. Well. Um, so anyhow, looking at the people that we've got. Now, who see, is this for? This is for governor. Okay. And I don't really like this website that I found this stuff on because. The Oregon Voter Guide? Yeah. Uh, it seems very, like, liberal leaning. Well, of course it is. But anyhow, we got Tina Kotex, who, uh, she graduated from the University of Oregon. Uh, she worked at a food bank. Um, she was the house speaker. She did raise the minimum wage, which, um, is, eh, there's pros and cons of that. Um, she created a paid family leave program and she passed... The strongest abortion access law in the nation. Eh. Big strike. Strike. Christine Drazen. She graduated from George Fox University, and she worked in uh, Salem under the Republican House Speaker. Uh, she ended up becoming a lawmaker. She's the House Minority Leader, and she opposed gun safety measures, climate legislation, and she earned the support of pro-life uh, organizations. So I kind of like her. Yeah. Um, this woman. And then Betsy Johnson, I think she's just confused and wondering where she's what she's doing. But she earned her law degree from Lewis and Clark College. Uh, she's a daughter of a Republican lawmaker. And um, she founded a helicopter company. And then as a state lawmaker, she opposed background checks on gun purchases, climate legislation... And a bill to raise the minimum wage. So she kind of fit in between both of them. And I think at one time she was registered as a Republican, I think. And now, but I'm not 100% sure on that one. And just so you all know, I have heard many, many ads on the radio. And it seems that Kate Brown and Tina Kotek are not friends. Yeah, it doesn't sound like they're buddy-buddy like no. I thought they were. I thought they were too, but they are not. But Tina Kotek is also the one who talked Joe Biden into swinging by and endorsing her Ugh. while he was out here on the West Coast. Oh, so he did endorse her? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, there's another reason to not I don't. For her. I don't agree with the opposing of the background checks. I still think there should be background checks on yeah. gun purchases. Oh, and we're going to get into that. Oh, okay. Um, the Oregon Labor Commissioner... I don't really care. They're both nonpartisan. Uh, I don't even know what the labor commissioner does. I don't either. What are their issues? No. Stevens has, has a plan to expand apprenticeship and job training to help solve this. Wait, it, at the very end. As labor commissioner, she has pledged to ensure workers have access to these rights without discrimination. Well, Which I didn't tell us anything. Fair scheduling, paid family, and medical leave. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh... This other gal, Sherry Hilt, she wants to uh, increase the minimum wage, overtime laws, and guaranteed paid Wait. sick days. Which, that we already have that coming because Miss Brown has already passed that law beginning January 1st. We have to pay into a paid sick time whether we right. want it or not. It's so, I think either one of those would do a fine job. Yeah. And they're both nonpartisan, which is good. Yeah. Or non-affiliated. 
Um, we're gonna open the door because it's hotter than the gates. No, I'm cold. Well, tough. Talk a little bit more and you won't be as cold. I'm cold. Okay. So, ballot measure 111. Now we're getting into the ballot measures. The nuts and bolts of this whole thing. So, 111, it establishes the right to health care. It says it amends the Constitution so that every Oregonian has the fundamental right to access cost-effective, clinically appropriate, and affordable health care. The legislature will need to examine current policies and adopt any additional policies to ensure that people can receive care. Measure 111 does not raise taxes. Do we believe that? I don't know if I believe that or not. Because who's going to pay for it then? Yeah, I'm not sure how they plan on paying for it. Um, so it's pushed forward by quite a few people. Mm-hmm. Um, let's look at it on another site. Oregon Why? ballot 111. I think you had everything there. A yes vote supports. It's the same thing. You goof off. Yeah, that's stupid. Anyhow, sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that one. I mean, I think it's good for everybody to have cost-effective and clinically appropriate health care, but I don't want it to turn into a socialist economy where people cough and they go to the doctor. You know what I mean? I think that's what's going to And so then there's though. people sitting in there with a heart attack that can't get in to see the doctor because the lines are so long. Right. I, I, I think I'm voting no on that one because I just, I don't, there's not enough. But it doesn't raise taxes. I don't believe that. So Who's going to pay for it? Somebody has to pay for it. Maybe they'll take it out of all the money they've been raping us over healthcare for the past few years. I doubt it. Okay. Okay. Ballot measure 111. Uh, 112. Or 112, sorry. It removes slavery from Oregon Constitution. I and I actually copied this out. I don't understand it. So it says this measure would amend Article 1 of the state constitution. And it says, so originally... The article said, the article one of uh, section 34 said, there shall be neither slavery nor involuntary servitude in this state, the state otherwise than as a punishment for a crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted. So evidently, um, she wants out. They could, if a person was convicted of a crime, instead of calling it, uh, Instead of calling it, like, community service or something, I guess they can call it slavery or involuntary servitude. Wait, is that like the chain gang? Yeah. Okay, so So, they can't go pick up trash on the side of the road now because that's involuntary servitude? Yeah. Well, no. It says, so where they changed it, they said there shall neither... There shall be neither slavery nor involuntary servitude in this state... And then they took out all the state otherwise punishment for crime stuff. And then they added another section in there. And they said, upon conviction of a crime, an Oregon court or a probation or parole agency may order the convicted person to engage in education, counseling, treatment, community service, or other alternatives to incarceration as part of sentencing for the crime. In accordance with programs that have been in place historically for that may be developed in the future, provide accountability accountability reformation protection of society or rehabilitation okay so it says right in there that you can do community service well community service would be like if you need to pick up trash it kind of almost seems like they're uh 
Uh, Why is this even in here? And it seems like they're talking about semantics, basically. Oh, good um, it's The ACLU of Oregon says that we believe it is imperative that Oregon take this proactive step to demand a more just and equitable future where every Oregonian is trust, treated with respect, dignity, and as equals under the law. Actually, that was the SEIU 49. Um, the ACLU said we endorse this measure because yes vote supports an approach to our criminal sentencing system that is based in civil liberties, justice, and equity. But it seems like they're just battling, talking, they don't want the word slavery in there is basically okay, well, all just they... remove the stupid word then and let's get on with our life. It doesn't need to be on a freaking ballot measure. Well, the thing is, is... There's other more important things. I mean, the Constitution has been around forever. And just all of a sudden now, they think it needs to be changed. Well, it's just like everything else. Okay, yeah. let's move on. You can't erase history. Correct. Just by changing it to the way that you want it to be. Right. To make your feel-good feelers happy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, ballot Measure 113 creates consequences for absent lawmakers. So I was researching this a little bit today. And basically what, they're, what this is all amped up about is because the Republicans have done these walkouts mm -hmm. like three times, three or four times since 2019. Mm -hmm. And basically what it's coming down to, and... I'm not, I don't know, This it's a, it's a hard one, because I'm not saying the Republicans are wrong. Well, uh, they, they say that the Republicans are using this, doing these walkouts as a stalling tactic to not have to force on, to vote on bills, mm -hmm. right? Um, because if they don't have enough people in the legislature, then they can't push the bills forward. So, with, like, when the Republicans all walk, out and went to Idaho and everything, right. and Kate Brown was going to send the state cops after him and all that Ooh. type of stuff. They were trying to bring him back in because they couldn't start the legislative session without them there. This is saying that if they miss, have 10 or more unexcused absences on days when they're supposed to be voting on bills, then this measure would not allow them uh, to be reelected after their current term ends. Okay. So if your term ends next year, right. you can't be reelected if you've missed 10 or more absences. So, on one hand, I kind of don't... What? I have to go let the dogs in really quick. So, on one hand, I guess I'll just talk to the guests. Yeah, hold on a second. Keep talking. On one hand, it seems that the there's too much uh, party line stuff going on in the Senate and the House of Representatives. Because when... The Democrats did their walkout. It was a Republican-controlled House. And this has also happened in other states, too, where the Democrats walk out because it's a Republican-controlled House. And then there's the Republicans walk out because it's a Democrat-controlled House. And it's frustrating that these guys can't sit down and have a conversation because it almost seems like whatever uh, party controls the House, they're just going to vote that party line. And so... Why is there even any room for... It's not like you're going to... It's kind of like arguing with somebody on Facebook. You're not going to swing anybody from Democrat to Republican just by talking to them. Or you're not... Would you cut the noise down a little bit? Sorry. We're trying to have a podcast here. I understand that. And now you've got the dogs all wound up. I was being very quiet. The grand dogs are here. Yeah. So anyhow... Um, 
Yeah, so the Democrats do it when the Republicans lead the House. The Republicans do it when the Democrats lead the House because if you don't have the majority, you can't get people to vote your way or to vote the way that you want them to. Okay, sorry about that. I finally had to pause the podcast because um, evidently, even though it's 45 degrees outside, a dog cannot handle 45 degree temperatures, even though they have a dog house with blankets in them. Okay, he's missing his paw. He's What's cold. that got to do with keeping him warm? He doesn't have a coat like a outside dog does. He's an inside dog. It's cold out there. His little stubby gets cold. His stub is the same as all his other paws without no, the claws. No, it's not. It's a... Anyhow. <sighs> Anywho. Anyhow. Okay. So, Measure thir- 113, if you vote yes on it, they're going to say that you can't run if you miss 10 legislative... Uh, Unexcused absences. Yeah. But I still go back to the thing of if... They need to make it so the House is 50-50. Mm-hmm. You know I what I mean? Agree. And fortunately, that's the way it's got to be because people will not sway from their party line. So they got to have 50 Democrats and 50 Republicans. And that's just and then they can fight it out that way and try to swing people mm-hmm. because everybody's just going to vote their own party line. Mm-hmm. And uh, why do we even elect them in there is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They don't. It's just I don't know. Um, and then finally, we get to ballot measure 114. This is the big one. And this strengthens the rules for relating to firearm safety. And it says Measure 114 closes the background check loophole by requiring completed background checks for all gun sales. It requires hands-on safety training and fingerprinting for firearm purchases and limits the sale and possession of high-capacity ammunition magazines. These are proven measures to reduce gun deaths and violence. That's why I think this was written by a bunch of liberals, this website. Uh, Yeah. Now, there's some parts of this that I do agree with. I do think that you should have background checks for all gun sales. Which we already do. Well, not if you buy... Well, because then it kind of makes it hard buying them from a private party, though, too. You know what I'm saying? If I go down Is to... Is that the loophole? Joe and say, hey, well, I think that could be one of the loopholes, but there's no way to really monitor that anyhow. No. Except for the fact that the state police is going to create their database, like they did in Poland. and they got crap. Um, it requires hands-on safety training and fingerprinting for firearm purchases. I agree with the fingerprinting for firearm purchases. I don't think there's really a problem with that. The hands-on safety training, if you have to take a class for it, you probably shouldn't be buying a gun in the first place. You should probably already have been experienced with guns a little bit and know what you're doing with them or be there with somebody who is experienced because that's how people get killed. By accident. Yeah. Um, and then the one that I do not agree with, it limits the sale and possession of high-capacity ammunition magazines. You buy a Ruger 1022 and it comes with a 10-round magazine. And they're you, trying to make it to where you can't get that. Yeah, you buy a double-stack 9mm, and it comes with, like, a 13 or 15-round magazine or something like that. So, and it says that, you know, the, the current guns are exempt from this, but the new guns are not, which then leads to the problem of this is only going on in Oregon. So, these things would be allowed in other states, mm-hmm. but not in Oregon. Mm-hmm. So, then you run to, into the problem of how does that all work out, Right. Right. So I think this one is just... Here's the part that I have with this. That's uh, um, Bad, evil people are going to do bad and evil things. They're going to get a hold of it. 
if if they are hell-bent on shooting something up they're going to go someplace and they're going to find whatever gun they can get a black market under the bridge it doesn't matter they're going to find it if they have evil in their hearts they're going to do evil right and that's the thing is it it's generally uh putting more restrictions on the law-abiding citizens rather than the than the criminals and she is like a fart in a frying pan can you quit slamming doors it hi josh your dinner's that's, in the microwave that's not josh that's chester are you still recording yes well, that's dumb well, you're the one who just got up and walked away and started walking off to the opening the doors. But anyhow, um, yeah, it's going to cause more problems for the law-abiding citizens rather than the unlaw-abiding citizens. Correct. And remember, guns don't kill people. People Hu- kill people. Husbands who come home from work early kill people. No. Here's my other thing with this. They're stating that the police um, are going to have to hire more deputies just to do the black background checks the fingerprinting the databases the safety training hands-on safety training and i mean i read a letter from a sheriff that said we do not have the manpower now to do what we're supposed to be doing let alone man manning this some of this stuff i don't know how much more it's going to add to it because like when we went down and got our concealed weapon permits Mm -hmm. The we still had to do the fingerprinting and everything, so I don't know how that it's going to add more. Because to if what you read it, you're already doing if you anyhow. Read more into it, there's more to it that they have to do now. It isn't just okay. We're going to take your your fingerprints and your picture. Um, we've already done the background check. There's more to it than what is just right here. Yeah. That's the problem. And if you read your voters manual you will read all about it oh that's the other thing too is that voters manual is a lot better than this uh stinking website that i'm on well you should have brought it out here well i didn't think about it hi chester chester i accidentally said your name and got reprimanded yeah so i'm supposed to call you chester but i got reprimanded too <clears throat> i was told i have a good work ethic because today. i talked about your um rap battle in the basement oh yeah yeah, it would have been cool if I knew that you was silent before I went da- charging down there. But. Yeah. Um, require photo ID, fingerprints, criminal background check, and fee payment. See, that fee payment to apply for the permit is stupid. Um, prohibit manufacturing, importing, purchasing, selling, possessing, using, or transferring ammunition magazines capable of holding more than 10 rounds and make violations a Class A misdemeanor. So okay, it's the so same as having meth on you. Did you tell the voter or the people what you were just rambling off about? That was what would a yes vote on Measure One Fourteen would be. Wait, hold on. Let's scroll back up. You got to read out loud. It's audio. I was reading it to myself. Oh. More than ten rounds, and yeah, makes it a Class A misdemeanor. I've got a lot of guns that have more than ten rounds. What a bunch of pussies! Hey. Just watch your mouth. Anywho, go eat your dinner. Um, I don't agree with it because it's going to take two... I think it's overreach. It's, well, it's not going to stop the mass shootings. It's not going to. 
Because like I said, these bad people, they're going to acquire their guns whether you like it or not. They're not going to go through all these hoops to get their guns, right? It's just going to affect us law-abiding people. And I wish people would understand that. And by golly, prove me wrong. Like, bring a point to me and say, okay, co-host, this is why I support Measure 114. Blah, 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 blah. And let me hear your side of it. Well, and I see the NRA, they brought up something good. Or, I, It says, Measure 114 is yet another anti-gun ballot initiative that seeks to further erode the Second Amendment rights in Oregon. It imposes a permit requirement in order to exercise the Second Amendment right to acquire a firearm. Oh. If we have rights based upon the Constitution, mm -hmm. then you shouldn't have to have a permit to exercise those rights. That's a good point. And the other thing is, is that it's another gun ballot initiative. It's kind of like uh, what we were talking about, about like Big Brother spying on you and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I don't care if they spy on me or not because I'm not doing anything wrong. But what it does is it's just another thing to allow them a foothold. So then where does that end? So if they pass Measure 115, okay, you know, does it, or 114, it doesn't change a whole lot. But then what's the next one that's going to come down the line well, when all the shootings still continue because it isn't going to stop the criminals? Exactly. So then what's the next thing that's going to come down the line? And then what's the next thing that's going to come down? And eventually they're going to continue taking away your rights, taking away your rights, and taking away your rights. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're not going to do it all at one time. I learned this when yeah. I was in a classroom. They're not going to do it all at one time. They're not just going to say, well, sorry, you don't get to own a gun anymore. They're going to chip away and chip away and chip away until you can't, you will not be able to have whatever it is that they're trying to take away. It'll be over with. And, and all these people will go, wait a minute. I didn't realize that's what was happening. Well, people read, yeah. pay attention to stuff. Look and see what's going on. Anyhow. Okay. Well, that's pretty much all we've got for this one. I hope you guys stuck with us on that thing. There was a lot of interruptions and got me off track a little bit. I told you to pause. And this thing got me all fired up, so now I'm going to go finish a case of beer and start a case of domestic violence. Woohoo! Yeah, and, like anybody believes that hoopla. Yeah. Anyhow. But anyhow, okay. um, hopefully uh, everybody does get out there and... Uh, takes advantage of their right to vote. Because um, it is a right. I even hope all the dead people raise up and vote like they did in the presidential election. Right? Yeah, their vote counts too. What, what's that guy that just died? Leslie, Leslie Jordan. I hope he can vote. Yeah. <gasps> Actually, if he already got his ballot in... It doesn't matter if he has his ballot in or not. They'll fill out one for him. Oh. Yeah. Anywho, well, I hope you guys have a good week. I hope everybody is safe. Stay safe in this cold snap that we're coming through, and, and it is a little bit colder. Next week, we should return to our regular scheduled programming, but we just thought that voting is an important thing that we have here in this country, and it's important for people to go out and vote. Yes. So be kind to one another. Do something nice for somebody. Make Maybe take someone some flowers or cook them a dinner or maybe something Maybe don't nice. do something nice for somebody. Just do something. Well, you don't want them to do something bad. Do something nice, kind. Bad could be subjective. <sighs> Anywho, I hope you all have a good week. You know, like you could go over and shoot your neighbor. What? But then come to find out your neighbor was beating his wife. So is mean... that really bad? Yes. Thou shall not murder. Thou shall not 
do a lot of things. Hmm. Uh-huh. Anywho. It's holier than thou. Oh, good grief. All right. Okay. Have a good week. And uh, that's enough rambling for this one. We will see you guys uh, next week. Okay, bye.